When it comes to thinking about how connected we are or how connected the Trinity is, what a better place to be than in the creation, um, surrounded by the birds chirping behind me and the green of the trees lush and growing and even a little uh, background noise of kids playing and people uh, traveling by car to and from work or other destinations. This weekend, as we, we think about and reflect on this God of ours, and especially the way in which we think about God as Father, as Son, as Holy Spirit, we've been trying to figure out that relationship for centuries. And I'm not sure that we've completely figured out all of who God is. Uh, and even as kids and adults alike have tried to figure out um, the complexities of our faith, the mysteries of our faith uh, for, for so long, uh, we still only scratch the surface. But I remember uh, one of our pastors growing up uh, gave us this example, which has always been really helpful for me. Uh, he began by, the, by saying this. He talked about his parents and who they were. And he said that because because of them, he was a son to them. And he said he also had a brother uh, who he played with and joked around with and um, spent life together with uh, as, as they were growing up together. And because of that, he was a brother to him. And then as he became an adult, he got married and eventually had children of his own, thereby making him a father. But as he pointed out, he's just one person, one man, but he had these three really unique and different roles in each of those relationships that he was a part of. That seemed to make the most sense for me as I thought about God. God is one, but yet has these three different unique roles or um, ways in which he interacts with us as, as his children, as creation. Um, and, and sometimes uh, it's in the way of um, forming us and making us and being able to see what we're capable and what we're, what's possible for us. Um, knowing also everything that we struggle with, um, the ways that um, sin affects us and our world, the ways in which we add our own guilt on um, our, our lives. Um, because we know when we've, when we've gone astray, we know when we've hurt one another, we know when we've made mistakes. And um, God knows all of that, feels all of that so deeply and intimately, and yet doesn't ever hold that against us, but, but always sees us um, for who we are. God's beloved. And, and then there's the part of God that um, has come uh, to save us, to remind us that in God there is this new life. Uh, there is um, something that is beyond uh, the confines and the limits of this world that has been affected by, by sin and death and evil and all of these things that are outside of God. And um, this, this part of God wants us to so know that, to be in touch with that um, and to be able to, to not only be in touch with that love, but to be able to share it with everyone we can. 
And then there's the part of God that knows that we are still human at the end of the day. And so we need a little help. Actually, we need a lot of help. And so the spirit is the part that, that fills us and leads us and guides us and um, strengthens us, speaks on our behalf when we need it at times. And um, is, that, is that advocate for us? Is that, is that one that comes and calls to us and helps us to see what it is that God is asking us to, inviting us to do, calling us to do? And yet, God is still one, hey? And yet, in each of those various roles, God is maybe a little something different or expresses uh, who God is in different ways. That seems to make the most sense for my mind. And yet, the other thing about that relationship between the Trinity is that it's so close, it's so connected. And I'm not so sure that as humans, we always get that part figured out so well. But the closest that I've come to is, are those times in life in which you're maybe a part of a conversation in um, a big group or um, a small group, but other people around and maybe something gets said, but there's someone that's a part of the circle that knows you so, so very well. They've spent time with you. You've shared memories together. They know where you've been and what you've been able to do. Um, they know what you've been able to accomplish. They know the things that um, you most enjoy, the things that drive you crazy. And um, they, know, um, they know all the things about you and they love you. And uh, they have enjoyed the time that they've spent with you. And something gets said and they just look up at you and kind of smile at you and you smile back at them because it's almost as if you know exactly what they're thinking of you know exactly what what memory came to their mind or or what they're trying to to convey to you or to remind you of and and no words even need to be spoken because all it takes is the look of their eyes and their smile. And, and you share this, this language between the two of you and no one else in the room has any idea what has just taken place, but the two of you know, because you have that connection, you have that relationship, you have that shared history together. I kind of imagine that's what it's like for God. This God who is so connected, so close to, to each of those roles that God feels everything. God knows the, the hardest things that, that each part of that relationship has had to experience. The death on a cross, um, the pain when your people just don't listen to you, no matter how much you, you try to Give them the, the rules and the guides and the boundaries that will, will keep them safe and protect them and lead them to life. And you know the pain that comes when you're trying to get people to follow and to come and um, to do this new thing that they've never done before, but you know what they can do and you need them to do. But there's a part of them that's so, so afraid and they're not quite ready to trust you. 
God knows the pain of all of those, those various moments. And God also knows the joys that each of those roles experience too. I wonder what it would look like if that could be what we, what we work toward and what we strive for in our relationships. Not just with the people that are closest to us, but, but also the people uh, that we don't even know so well. To be able to seek to, to hear their story, to try and understand where they've come from, um, what it's like to be in their shoes. To be able to almost see and anticipate what they need, even without them having to say it for themselves. I wonder what that would be like if, if that's what we worked toward in all of our relationships. It would be a pretty amazing thing, hey? Not without work, but a pretty amazing thing that even if we didn't always agree or didn't always share the same experiences, that we could at least be able to see and recognize and understand one another a little better and be able to see the very things that each of us would be capable of doing each of us would be good at doing and to see also the places in which we might need a little bit of help on this trinity sunday as we think about our gospel text for today it comes at the very end of matthew's gospel as jesus knows his time with his disciples has now come to an end and he's trying to say goodbye but he's also trying to prepare them that he needs them to finish this work that he has started and invites them to be a part of the relationship in which he shares with God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, all of them together. It's the first time we actually hear that mentioned in any of the Gospels, this, this Trinitarian formula as it's sometimes referred to. And while there's so much yet to be um, uncovered or uh, imagined or um, known about who God is and how God uh, would see God's self, we hear this connection and this relationship that Jesus is a part of and one that he invites us into. And the way that he invites us into it is to go and to make disciples, to go and tell others about what it is that we have experienced, about what it is that we have heard and learned from this Jesus. Of every time we have felt God creating something new within us, of every time we have looked at what God has created and marveled and been in wonder and awe and given thanks. Every time in which we can't even explain it, but there is some powerful force leading us or guiding us or helping us to know it's going to be okay. Comforting us, giving us the assurance that we need, the peace that we need, maybe the strength that we need at times to do the very thing we never would have thought we ever would have done before. It's all of those things that when we share, that's how we make disciples. That's how we, we help to spread and to teach and to pass on this faith, this relationship that we too are a part of. So think about your relationships. 
How connected are you? How well do you know one another that, that you can almost just see what they're thinking or, or see what they've been through, what they need? <laughs> Maybe it's time to transition right now. That's always a good way that God creates a little bit of laughter and humor in our lives too. So think about who you are. Think about who you are as a child of God. Think about who you are invited into this relationship of the Trinity. And then most of all, think about how it is that the people around you, those closest to you and those that you don't quite know so well, will also be able to know this love that you have known and been a part of, this love of the Trinity. How will they know it? That's our work for this day, for this week and for all the days of our lives. May it be so. Amen. <laughs>